Greetings, and thank you for joining us for the first episode of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. This is an LMG podcast production. Today, joining me, I have a dear friend. Uh, I will let this dear friend introduce himself. Y'all know me as Brandon. Nothing crazy. You know, if you've been here before, you've you've heard yeah. Brandon. Uh, he yeah. is a part of the League of Melanated Gentlemen, of course. Uh, had to start y'all out with something a little familiar, you know. Absolutely. Uh, don't want to yeah. don't want to mix it up too much. Right. We don't want to uh, stray too far. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is the first episode, but uh, right. know that you will hear some new voices. Uh, the plan for this show is that you will hear a different person every episode. That's not to say that we won't have repeat visitors. That is to say oh, yeah. that from episode to episode, you will not hear the same person twice. Right. So right. Brandon will not be on the next episode. Right. But you will hear Brandon on the show again. Absolutely. So Brandon, uh, tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your DC consumption uh, as far as comic books, shows, movies, video games, uh, any of that. Like, what is what is your DC experience? That's a good question. Um, I would say. Like in my my heart is DC, you know what I'm saying? Like Marvel's kind of just in front of you, so you can't really deny it, right? But DC is where my heart is. That's that's what I grew up on the most, right? Because you know, us us kids, we grew up on animated series. DC, you know, had those, and as we're going to talk about, they have the animated movies. It was just in front of you more, obviously. And I just fell in love with the the overall concept of DC. So yeah, I, I read the comics. I'm a huge Superman fan, so I definitely got all the toys and I, re- I watched all the animated series in the DC animated universe. And uh, yeah, man, I'm a huge DC fan. I- I'll fight for him any day of the week. I mean, I go to war with anybody <laughs> about DC. So yeah, man, I, uh, I'm i a huge DC fan. What about yourself? Excellent. Um, same. I DC is where my heart is. DC is my number one as far as uh, consuming comic book media. Um, as you said, Marvel is very in your face because they're behind the Disney machine. But right. uh, since day one for me, uh, it was definitely DC. DC and X-Men were what I started with and grew up on and what I would say I know pretty well as far as everything. So, you know, comic books, uh, the TV shows that were on at the time uh, mm-hmm. the, that were coming out, video games that I've played. Right. I would say that uh, DC is where my heart is. With movies, as we have discussed, DC is very hit and miss. Yeah, that's good. And that's a nice way to put it. Yes. But I have discussed on the main feed how much I love DC animation, but I have not talked about DC animation. And I felt like that was disrespectful. So... I made the decision that we're going to have a show about DC animation because they have a catalog of excellent movies. And so we're going to review all of them. So I appreciate you for joining us through this DC animated journey. We will be reviewing um, all of the DC animated catalogs, starting with today's film, which is Superman Doomsday. Now, If you have not watched Superman Doomsday, uh, I would highly suggest that you pause me, you go do Mm -hmm. that, and then you come back, because that's what we are going to be talking about today. 
So Superman Doomsday was released September 18th, 2007. And Superman Doomsday is based on the comic book, The Death of Superman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a synopsis of the movie, and then Brandon and I are going to talk about it, review it, tell you how we feel, all of those things. So without further ado, uh, we open with Lex Luthor monologuing. He is admiring Superman, but also kind of hating a little bit. Uh, but he makes it a point to say that even gods must die. We are then taken to the Daily Planet, where Lois is trying to take down LexCorp, but the boss really isn't having it and is not trying to print the story. We are then taken to some LexCorp employees working underground. LexCorp is trying to harness energy from the Earth's core, and he is making it a point to be deep enough where Superman can't see what's going on. While working, uh, they run into some strange something. They're not sure what it is, but uh, they call it in because they're like, I, I don't I don't know what this is. Uh, they confirm that it is an alien spacecraft and Lex Luthor is pleased because whatever's in it belongs to him as far as he is concerned. The crew ends up puncturing the spacecraft and a message from an alien begins to play. While they don't know what the message is saying, they do know that it is a warning of some kind. And then Doomsday busts out and starts ruining everybody's day. Lex then surmises that if the aliens were able to trap Doomsday but dumped him here that means they couldn't kill him while Doomsday is going on a rampage Lois is trying to convince Superman to reveal his secret identity to her and Lex is trying to make sure that Doomsday's emergence does not lead the authorities back to him Superman is made aware of Doomsday and goes to fight him and they are throwing good hands Superman takes Doomsday into space and hits him with a seismic toss that uh, kills both of them. Mm -hmm. The people are mourning Superman, and Lois goes to visit Martha Kent. Uh, Crime is up, and Lex is pissed because he wasn't the one that was able to handle Superman himself. So then we see uh, Toy Man is causing a problem, and as Toy Man is causing a problem, Superman busts out of the ground and saves the day. Then Superman shows up at Lex's place and Lex lures him into a trap where he just beats his ass like an obsessive, insecure man who just caught his significant other talking to an ex. Like he's <laughs> uh, you leave me. Yeah, like he was not OK. Uh, Lex then starts monologuing again about how he cloned Superman from some blood that was left behind. Lois has suspicions that the Superman she's seeing is not really Superman because of how friendly he is with Lex. Lex is now pissed again because Superman's body, which he stole from his grave, has been stolen from him. We see that it is Superman's robot that stole his body, and Superman is now being healed. Uh, Superman's robot then explains to Superman what's been going on. The clone Superman sees that Toy Man just killed a little girl, so the clone Superman says, nah, we're not doing that. And so the clone Superman kills him. Clone Superman starts doing some authoritarian type shit, and people begin to fear him. Lex gives him an order, and clone Superman does some brain surgery on himself to remove Lex's control over him. 
Lois goes to visit Lex and wants to know what he did to Superman. Of course, Lex tries to have her, and she drugs him so that she can steal information. She and Jimmy then discover that Lex has been cloning Superman. Lex wakes up and is about to kill Lois and Jimmy, but the Superman clone shows up, and he destroys all of Lex's clones and then proceeds to kill Lex. The real Superman, not yet at full strength, must go stop the clone. So his robot hands him a kryptonite gun that Lex made just to be safe. Before he arrives, the military shows up and they just get, they're just severely outmatched. <laughs> like there's, there's nothing that the military can do about clone Superman. Uh, the real Superman arrives and they start destroying more property with their battle. Uh, clone Superman is winning, but then Lois shows up, comes through with the kryptonite gun and Superman pulls out the W. Superman and Lois continue their lives. Uh, he admits that he is Clark to her. And we find out that Lex is still alive. Mm-hmm. Roll credits. So this was, there are, of course, multiple adaptations of the death of Superman. And I will say, for those who are unaware, The Death of Superman was a very important comic book uh, back when it was released, and it has been, as I said, adapted multiple times, but the reason it was important is because that is arguably the start of superheroes never really die. Yeah. Because whenever that happened, uh, there was a lot that happened along with it. So Superman was actually dead for a little bit. And then there was reign of the Superman. So there were four different people that were trying to fill in for Superman. Uh, so this movie does a pretty good job of being comic accurate in certain ways. It It's, it's an adaptation rather than a direct, um, well, I guess it's, not as much a direct adaptation. It's just like hinting at what happens in the comic book. Generally, right. it's the same thing, but it's not uh, It's not like a verbatim story. So in the actual comic book, the whole Justice League is involved and they just cannot handle Doomsday. And that's when Superman has to show up. And whenever... It happens in the comic book whenever Superman is quote unquote dead. Uh, there are multiple people trying to take up the Superman mantle. We will get more into that later in our reviews because there is a newer updated movie, an animated movie that goes over right. the storyline. Um, and it's kind of a two-parter. So we will discuss that in more detail later on. Uh, but today... Uh, we're just going to talk about this movie as we saw it. So, Brandon, what were your thoughts? Overall, man, I thought it was really good. It, it reminded me, you know, obviously the art style I love just because it's kind of more the the 90s DC Animated Universe style. Um, I really like the voice casting for the most part. It was different. It's not as good as the, you know, original series casting. But they did have Tim Daly, I'm pretty sure. And I loved him in uh, Madam Secretary. Um, but overall, I thought the movie was good. I thought it was a little, I mean, it was kind of tough, right? That story is hard to tell. And I'm glad that in the updated version, like you said, as a two-parter, because this story is kind of tough to sell you on as far as like in one setting, right? He, 
he dies, he comes back pretty quickly, comes back and then, you know, wins. So it's kind of a pretty quick turnaround. But overall, I thought it was pretty good, man. I, I really liked the viciousness that they showed Superman, right? Like, dude, and Doomsday. Like, obviously. Doomsday was not playing around. No, like, no. Got no, right yeah. to it. Yeah, like, and that's what I like. And, and again, this art style, I love this because they the fight scenes are so good. Like, you feel every punch. You feel every time they get thrown into a wall or bust through a building or anything like that. Like, and just the, and you, I feel like they do a good job of making you feel like when someone flies and just the, the wind sound and all that stuff, like all that matters uh, and trying to project how powerful Superman is or his opponent is. And so, yeah, man, like I, I really love the fighting scenes. Um, and I, I like the way they did with the clone Superman. Like he was, he was Superman, but you always you felt like something was off. Like, yeah, you don't know, you know? And so, I really like Lois. I thought I thought they did a really good job of because Lois has always been like the no, I'm, I'm I'm about that action. Like I'm not one of these like damsels in distress type of girls. So um, she was she was ready to get down. And uh, yeah, man, I just thought overall they did a really good job. I thought um, uh, Lex Luthor. I thought he was pretty good. Uh, he's not as good obviously as the series, but I thought overall it's pretty good. Uh, yo, when when Superman dropped uh, Toy Man. <laughs> Like I was like, damn! I just forgot <laughs> all about that part. And I was like, Jesus! And then he just showed a splat on the car. I was like, jeez! I thought he was about to mark that cat too. Uh, yeah, I was nervous for the cat. Yeah, I was like, I hope he didn't squeeze the life out that little thing. But uh, <laughs> but the, yeah, when he said like, uh, my problem is not with the cat; it's with irresponsible owners. I was like, oh yeah. no, not the old lady. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's about to mark this lady. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, overall, it was pretty good. Obviously, it's the first one. Uh, they were kind of getting everything started again and kind of trying to differentiate it from the series, which they kind of, you know, paid homage to it, but also, you know, did some different things, which I appreciate. So, yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. All right. I I will say because it looked so much like the animated series, I struggled with the voice cast. Mm-hmm. But that was because of my history. Right. So I wa- like I knew what I wanted Superman to sound like. I knew what I wanted Lex to sound like, and they didn't. Right. And right. so uh, that took some getting used to. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who came from the uh, '90s Superman and the Justice League shows and all of that, um, I mean, I was able to get through it. But right. I would agree that I prefer the other voice actors to exactly. me. Uh, the animation style was pretty close to the night. Like I felt like I was looking at nineties art style, uh, generally sure. speaking, um, other than Superman's like cheekbones. It was, yeah, they kind of defined it. I don't like that. Yeah. It was they, like, they, almost, you look old. Okay, yeah. They but... sharpened him up a little bit. And yeah. So, um, that was not weird necessarily, but also took a little bit of getting used to. Right. But uh, I thought this movie was pretty good. Um, since I have kept up with all of the DC animated movies, uh, this one is pretty in the middle. Yeah. And as I said, we will discuss all of them. So fear not. Yeah. Uh, but this one, it's again, you know, pretty good. Not sensational. Uh, I will say the fight scenes were pretty good. Uh, the way that they made Lex like obsessive was interesting because yeah. that was. Um, I mean, I think that was an interesting take. And I 
like it. Like it gave Dude. Lex some depth. And we've seen similar things of like, no, it needs to be me. Uh, we've right. seen that with uh, Batman and the Joker, for example. Like if mm-hmm. somebody were to kill Batman, Joker's going to be furious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Joker said, nah, it needs to be me. Right. And I mean, Lex is that same way. And it's just so interesting how Lex loves and hates Superman so much. Like he has so much respect for him and he understands how powerful he is and all that. But also like, I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Why and, did, and, when he said, why did you leave me? I felt that. I was like, damn. Okay. Like, oh, you, you yeah. are hurt. Yeah, you're emotionally tied to this man. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. The fact that you, yeah. Why did you leave me? Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think that's what happened. Right. Yeah. You got murdered, but it's fine. Or you died. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was like he was trying to save the earth from this unstoppable creature. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, it's called Superman Doomsday, but Doomsday was only in the movie for like maybe oh, yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Very quick. Very quick yeah, appearance. Like, Doomsday did not spend very much time in this movie because got a lot of bodies. But, oh, you know. oh yeah, Doomsday. Yeah. yeah, in his time, he got a lot done. Yeah, 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 yeah. The moment Doomsday emerged, he just started going to work. What he did to the deer? Oh, you know, a <laughs> a net is my favorite kill, and yeah. he put his hips into it when he next the deer <laughs> rotation. Like, yeah, like he didn't even have to like ooh, like he didn't have to do that deer like that, right? And, and yeah, I mean, he like scanned the deer a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But this movie, um, one of the things that I noticed about this movie is, again, there was not very much Doomsday in it. So it doesn't even really explain what the situation is with Doomsday. Like we see the little alien pop up, but in the comic book, Doomsday is you know created on this planet and his whole thing is he adapts. So mm-hmm. Whenever he's killed, he cannot. He will come back and cannot be killed by whatever killed him before. So he adapts to whatever was the last thing to kill him. Right. So that's how Doomsday got to be so absurd and ridiculous because Doomsday kept being killed or dying over and over on the environment that he was on. And so he would be reborn, he would adapt, and he'd now be immune to whatever it was that killed him that last time. Yeah. And so if Doomsday were to return in this situation, then whatever Superman, that seismic toss wouldn't work. Yeah, that Kurt Angle, that Kurt Angle uh, <laughs> German suplex wouldn't work. Yeah, like you're going to have to come up with something else. Yeah, um, yeah. But they didn't really touch on that because I feel like if you just watch this, then you're probably confused. Like, Bro, where, did, where did Doomsday come from? Why Bro, is he I was here? Thoroughly confused. I was like, uh, are we going to explain why he's here? Are we going to explain where he's from, the origin, anything? I just needed something. Yeah, a no. sentence. And, and so that uh, you, the listener, know, uh, there is not like a sequel to this movie. This movie stands alone. Yeah. And so what you got is what you got. Yeah. Limited and, information. And that's why it's a good thing that they have another, like they have a redo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, later on, we'll discuss the 
official like DC animated universe, mm -hmm. uh, which starts with Flashpoint, and then there's a specific set of movies that follow those like that happen within that universe, right. and they do that universe has a version of uh, Doomsday, which is which ends up being the death of Superman, and then the subsequent reign of the Supermen. Mm -hmm. We will discuss those movies later on, but. If you were wondering or if you were confused, then you are not alone because yeah. that is what – like there was very little doomsday in this movie. And so the title might be a little misleading. Uh, yeah. Well, doomsday was in it, and doomsday is the reason we got where we did. Right. Doomsday didn't spend – doomsday didn't have a lot of camera time. Yeah, like if you – Tune into this just to see Doomsday fight Superman. You got, you got some good action, not a, not a ton of it, but it's some good action. You know yeah, quickly so, made efficient work. Yeah, like and and again, like when Doomsday was on screen, Doomsday oh, was yeah. catching like Doomsday was working, bro. When he when that little girl was crying and he turned around, I was like, oh snap! Like same. I was like, they're not gonna this yeah, is thirteen. No yeah. yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> he walked but, to, he walked to her with purpose. Like, yeah, she was about she's like, little girl, you better be quiet. <laughs> Making all that noise. Making all that goddamn noise. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was about to be over for her. And yeah, I was like, man. and she's brown. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. He raised up. I was like, oh, God. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Homie was ready. He was ready to pull. He was ready to go for anybody. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and I respected that. They did a really good job of. Like letting you believe, making him a believable killer, making him a believable villain. Yeah. And they, I mean, they did it in a pretty PG 13 way. Like there was a lot of stuff that was implied that we didn't actually see. Right. And one of the things, these movies like allow for a little more darkness later on. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple of them that are actually rated R, but generally speaking, they stay pretty PG 13, but it's a, it's a, it's a loose PG thirteen because they yeah. some sometimes uh, some of the stuff that they show. I'm like, oh, didn't think that we'd have that. Right, right. No, for but. sure. It, it was uh, yeah. Like when Superman dropped homie from however many feet, I was like, Jesus. Like yeah, he he like took him out of the atmosphere and they re-entered. Yeah. <laughs> so like he that was that was a seismic toss for your ass. Yeah, I was like, jeez. But I mean, that's what it took. No, that was definitely it. Because Doomsday he had to do what he had to do. Doomsday was strong, and Superman had to do something. And I, one of the things that I always wondered was if this had been during the day, would Superman have done better because of the sun? Oh uh, yeah, that's a good point. Because this was a nighttime fight, and I'm wondering if that's why Superman struggled as much as he did. And I mean, not necessarily struggled. I mean, again, both sides were throwing good hands, but oh yeah. And and I'm not trying to take anything away from Doomsday. Doomsday is a fucking problem. Absolutely. Like he murk most of the Justice League. Like he murked the Justice League until Superman showed. Like exactly. Yeah. Thus, in the comic book, like Superman had to handle it because nobody else could. Right. Right. And so, and the fact that Superman had to die for it, right, just makes it even more clear how much of a problem Doomsday is yeah and so there are a lot of people that could not hang with doomsday and absolutely that, that was made evident yeah i appreciated 
I appreciated like the desperation they kind of showed from Superman. Superman was like, he was fighting, you know what I mean? But then he sees like, oh snap, like Lois is in danger. Like, okay, let me get him, grab him. Let me, uh, you know, use lasers to try to get Lois away from him. Cause if they are anywhere close, I have to worry for her life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause he definitely you know, said like, Lois, you need to leave now yeah and, and of course she was like no but the action but my yeah. man <laughs> lois leave what are you doing yeah get out of here like, like you being here is making my job harder extremely hard like i'm trying to focus anyway i'm getting my ass whooped anyways not to mention i'm trying to make sure you don't die yeah i gotta you know worry about mean? you and this nigga yeah like, exactly like no you need to leave right now you need to get up out of here like, everyone is in danger if he's still alive yeah yeah, so I and uh like you said, Lois, she's about that action. Like Lois mm-hmm. was like, nah, I'm in it. We here. Yeah. And Lois, yeah. as far as I know, has always been that way. Like Lois does not have fear in her heart. No, not at all. Like she'll hop in a car, uh, a helicopter, a plane, whatever. Yeah, she's like, No, we get in this story. Exactly. Like I'm following Superman. I'm following my man. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I always respected that about her. Like she wasn't like, Oh, Superman, no. Like, yeah, she no. said, I ain't no damsel. Exactly. Like, pull up. Like, Superman, you going here? All right, I'm right behind you. Like, yeah, because whenever uh, Superman dropped her off really far away, and she was like, "What? you dropping me off right here? He's like, yeah. Yeah. You see what that <laughs> thing is doing? Right. Of course. Yeah, no. Right. Wait here. Exactly. So, yeah, that, I respected that. I like their relationship. They did a really good job with their relationship, uh, yeah. even when uh, he was just Clark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like that a lot. Because, yeah, the, the, she was like, hey, I want to know who you are. And he was like, I don't think that's a good idea. Right, yeah. <laughs> because uh, that's going to put you in danger. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, he wasn't wrong because if this had been a sequel, like, we know that Lex would have used her against him. Because oh. Lex found out, like, oh, y'all weren't just friends, were right. you? Smashing. Um yeah. And then Lex tried to have her, and she was like, uh, "Nope." Yeah, I was excited. I was, I was him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, we're doing this." Like, <laughs> yeah, she roofied Lex, and then uh, got on his computer. Yeah, stole his hard drive, and then when he woke up, he had he just pulled a gun out of his jacket. He was like, "All right, yeah, like you both gonna die." Uh, yeah, y'all got to die. That's how, bro. Gonna be. Bro, when he shot that secretary. I was like, oh, yeah. when he shot Mercy, because I, yeah. I forgot that happened. But yeah. yeah, Lex had no loose ends. I was like, oh, snap. yeah, I did the same thing. Like, uh, <laughs> it was like, have you uh, made sure that Lex Corp will not be uh, involved? He was like, Lex Corp was never there. Good. Click, clack. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Mercy's I was, dead. I was like, oh, I did not see that coming. Like, yeah. I. I forgotten all about that too but and it's funny because sometimes mercy is a robot and sometimes mercy is a person yeah and p.s shout out to cree summers that's who voiced mercy i heard it okay uh, okay of cree summers but uh and cree summers is in everything and i'm glad she's getting her checks and has <laughs> been for decades decades but um yeah when he shot mercy i was not prepared for that and i've seen this movie before right it's, it's been a while but like I'm going, I, I'm glad I'm going back through this journey, right? Because right. again, like most of these movies are very good. Some of them yeah. are just okay, but there aren't very many that are just bad. True. Like a, a lot of them are 
excellent, like very yeah. good quality. And that's why we're doing this show because exactly. we need to talk about it. Have to. They, they deserve time. You could do a whole, like I said, each one deserves its own, own time, own attention. Um, I want to correct myself. I said Tim Daly was the voice of Superman. It's actually Adam Baldwin in this movie. Tim Daly's, you know, in everything else, the main one yeah. who's in the series and Justice League. You know, I love him. He was in Madam Secretary. Love him. Uh, this guy was cool. It wasn't like a noticeable drop off, uh, but it definitely wasn't the same. Yeah, and I, I, I knew it wasn't Tim Daly. And when he started, I, I immediately noticed, mm-hmm. and like I was just like, eh, not Tim Daly. Yeah, and. Yeah. I think that that's that's something that I'm able to get over if Superman doesn't look like 90s Superman. Right. Yeah, like it, it's it's because I was looking at yep. what felt like 90s Superman, and so I wanted to hear 90s Superman. Exactly. It's just like if I see a 90s style Batman, like I, need I know what voice. Yeah, he's like, I have to have that voice. Otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Like if... It, it, the visual, I didn't realize how important and how effective the visuals were for me or how much they determined what I expect, rather. Mm-hmm. Because when, yeah, with specific art styles, I'm ready for specific voices for certain people. Right. right. And so with this one, like I was prepared for Tim Daly and I was prepared for Mr. Krabs to be Lex. And that's not what happened. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it's fine. Right. It's going to be okay. I was able yeah. to get through it and it was still a good movie. Yeah. yeah I had a good time with it. Yeah. Definitely not my favorite, but it's still very good. And oh, yeah. again, like to me, as far as just movies go, this is pretty good. But as far as the DC animated catalog, this is very in the middle. I think. At the end of this entire journey, you go on. You might do a little rankings. Where do you where do you put them all? You know, because this is a lot of movies. I think we're of... there are almost fifty just yeah. DC animated movies from 2007 to today to, uh, yeah. in 2023. Yeah, there are I think 49, and that's Jeez. not including like showcases. Right. 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 And that's not including anything before. That's not including like Mask of the Phantasm. And mm-hmm. uh, that's that's not including any of that stuff. Or gotcha. if there are any other shows that had movies. So like, I don't, I don't think any of the, like that's not including like the Teen Titans movies or anything. Right, right, right. So there's a lot to talk about. Absolutely. And I'm glad you're here for it. I'm glad that you listening. I'm glad you're here for it again. Um, I want you to take this journey with us through the DC animated catalog because it is so good. And there's a lot that you can learn from it because a lot of it is pretty comic accurate. Oh yeah. Definitely. And, and of course, you know, that can be hard to say because they do a reset every so often. And so it's a matter of like, okay, which comic is this accurate to, or what is this Mm -hmm. being uh, representative of? So, and there's a pretty wide range of stuff. So just like 
you know, of course, there are multiple directors and stuff, but with this, there are a lot of different visuals. So there are so many different art styles that you are going to see through this journey as well. Absolutely. Because um, there are some of the movies that stand alone, and then there are some of the movies that belong in a universe of some kind, and you can see where the arts art styles connect with those. Yeah. Um, there are some part one, part two things in here, like Batman's got some part one, part twos that are really good. And so this is this movie is probably well it's probably in the middle um i know what my favorite superman solo movie is and we're going to talk about it when we get there superman's okay. got a few um and brandon would you say that superman is one of your favorites absolutely absolutely he he might be he's one or two he's up there top 3 guaranteed he's just I've always loved Superman. I've always loved the Clark Kent aspect, but just power set alone is dope. But then also it's kind of cool to watch somebody who's, I mean, like OP just literally could do whatever he wanted, but then chooses to do what's right. You know what I mean? Has a humble beginnings, you know, because there was a guy in the movie. He said, like, I was about to fall off three stories and Superman saved my life. Exactly. Like he's the reason I'm not, like broken right now and you know uh saving cats from trees and you know all of that like he doesn't have to do little day-to-day things for individuals right right and that's how he wants to spend his time is helping people we see in the movie he's trying to cure cancer yeah thanks and we we see lex say pretty much uh a cured patient is a lost customer (laughs) But then we see Superman saying, I don't even have this problem. Like, human cells metastasizing is not a me issue. Right. I, I can't get cancer, but I want to help human existence, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to cure cancer. He said, I can do all of this shit. I can call a star from light years away if I want to. I can see into the future sometimes, but I can't mm-hmm. cure cancer. Right. Uh, But uh, like I said, right before that, we see Lex being the representation of greed and capitalism. Exactly. Exactly. We see Lex say, you know, did we cure muscular dystrophy? Yeah, but slow it down a little bit. (laughs) Like, make sure they're on the medication for a while. Right. So we can get our money and then, you know, let them be fine. Right. Definitely uh, realistic. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, Lex is exactly what we see. And I'm glad that DC is saying, yep, here it is. And that's, and to get outside, but that's what's so frustrating about DC. The movie universe is like, the live action is just like, dude, you have such easy, you could do a whole run where Luthor is, he's just the main villain. You don't even talk about Dark Side for a while. He's just because he's so good. Like he's so evil that you like he does so many different things and he's obsessive over Superman. He he hates the rest of the Justice League, but he obviously hates uh Superman. And he's smart enough and well conniving enough to figure out ways to, you know, because he doesn't have any powers originally. And it's like you could just roll with that if you just pick the right character and not some one of the worst portrayals we've ever seen as far as Luthor is concerned. My least uh, favorite. 
Like that is yeah. my least favorite casting period that I can think of. That took me out of the entire movie. Like I had no, I, I was, was never going to like that. And and just so the people know, that was another version of the death of Superman, where we see right. Superman fight Doomsday, he dies, and then he kind of comes back. But the way they did it wasn't great. It was extremely rushed. It was just, it wasn't, no, it wasn't. It was, what we it was poorly executed. Exactly. And it's unfortunate that their live action sector is going through this because all of these animated movies are proof that they have all of the material and all of the content that they need. Yeah. Like it's like the stories are there all day. You just have to successfully adapt them because the, the there's no shortage of content. Oh yeah. I mean, story-wise DC is and that, better than anybody. And that's the thing. That's what a lot of people don't know is right. we see the MCU putting out a good product as far as the big screen Mm -hmm. but and we are watching dc do everything else so well right dc's video game catalog is excellent uh all of their shows matter of fact some of their live action shows are good yeah like dc's output of everything other than big screen movies is mostly like a's and b's yeah if you're given grades right their movies, their live action movies are just so hit and miss. And they can do it because we've seen them hit. Right. We know that the Dark Knight is a thing that happened. And mm-hmm. the Dark Knight is regarded as one of the greatest superhero movies to ever happen. Exactly. Period. To this day. Like yep. even with the MCU, the Dark Knight for a lot of people is number one. Right. And that's DC. As much yep. as people don't want to admit it or talk about it or whatever. No, DC did that. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And, you know, there are the random gems. Again, there are the, like, little standalone things. Now, DC has always been hit and miss because I remember George Clooney and his nipples being Batman. <laughs> hey, man, I'll defend that movie just from my I, yeah. childhood. My childhood has to Yeah, and that's to the thing. That. Yeah, nostalgia and the eyes I had at the time. Right. We're perfectly okay with what killed the dinosaurs, the <laughs> Ice Age. Like, my, my child eyes were pretty okay with that. Right. Um, but DC's got some hits and some misses as far as live action movies go. Now, Marvel does too, mm-hmm. if we're really talking about it. But as far as quality, uh, Marvel has a pretty high standard of quality. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, specifically the MCU. I'm not going to say Marvel because there's some misses there too. Uh, like Sony did some stuff. It's like, why, why did you do that? Exactly. Exactly. But I said all of that to say DC has everything that they need. Mm-hmm. They have all of the pieces. Yeah. They just have to put them together in a way that makes sense. And I think that the MCU, I what I kind of wonder is if the MCU hadn't done what they did and done it so well, what would DC have done? Because I think that the MCU is what caused the Snyderverse to be to to fall apart because yeah. they were trying to replicate that success far too quickly. They didn't go through the formula. They didn't build it up like they needed to. They just tried to rush straight into it because it was too late by the time 
they realize like, oh, this is what we should have been doing all along. Right. Right. Because I don't think they understood how much people would care about a connected universe and how possible a connected universe can be because to have, you know, Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman on screen at the same time didn't seem feasible, I imagine. Exactly. Exactly. And then when Marvel was like, uh, no, it's, we, we can do it. Here it is. But they, they built it correctly in my opinion like they Mm -hmm. they did it the right way they did it over a long period of time and they gave you individuals first so they let you fall in love with these characters let you know who they are gave you backstories helped you understand what their motivations are and they gave you like each character before they brought them together Mm -hmm. so you cared about all of them and you now understand, okay, this is a threat that can't be handled by one of them individually. And so we are going to have to combine forces in order to handle this. Right. And so, you know, I, DC, they were, they were late to the party, unfortunately. Because, looking. yeah, like DC should have been doing this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they should have had a comprehensive plan. When Dark Knight hit the way it hit, they should have immediately come with a come up with a plan. Even if you know that wasn't gonna be your Batman for the future, you at least have a comprehensive plan so then you can adapt however you need to adapt. Because they did it in the animated space. We saw Batman the animated series, and we saw Superman the animated series, and we saw people from each other's show showing up whenever Batman had his new adventures. We saw the Superman from the animated series show up in that. And then we saw them all come together in justice league. And we had already seen some of the people from justice league in the previous shows. So Mm -hmm. in animation, they had done it. They figured it out and they just couldn't do it in live action or they just didn't do it in live action in time. And maybe it was budget reasons or, you know, what have you. Yeah. I think it was just, it was greed. It was uh, taking the audience, thinking the audience is dumber than they were. Right? I think they thought, oh, let's, skip, let's just skip all that shit. No one cares. If you put Superman and Batman in a movie, we're going to make money. And it's like, no, we're in a different generation. If you did that in the 90s, sure. Oh, absolutely. You would have racked up money. But now we're Even if a, it was a bad movie. like Even if it was, it was bad. still. Yeah, people have been like Superman and Batman. Like, what are we talking about? I'm going to the movies. Where now we're more sophisticated and we've we've been around through the Marvel movies. We know what a superhero movie can be, like you mentioned. So now when you just throw together Superman and Batman together, we don't know who these people are. If they have a conversation, we don't really care like that or we don't understand the ramifications because I don't know who is this Superman? Who is this Batman? This is a totally different Batman than we've ever seen before. So it's like, yeah, like they, I think they took for granted how smart fans are now, and this generate the millennial generation is the generation that like really dove into this nerd culture and really dove into comic books and the animated series that we all love. So mm-hmm. we know these characters probably better than any generation before it, like for real, for real. And so yeah, like we're gonna critique it with a fine tooth comb. Like no, Batman wouldn't do that. Batman ain't using guns. Like Batman ain't. You know what I mean? Superman ain't just snapping dude's neck just because, you know, 
Um, so yeah, I, I just think they, it was greed. It was trying to make a quick, quick cash. And then also they just thought, you know, people just show up just cause. And it could have been licensing and like rights and stuff. I don't think it should be it because have any issues. Yeah. DC owns all of them. But like when I think about Smallville, for example, I don't think Batman ever showed up in Smallville, but I think everyone else did. At Literally some everybody. Yeah. Like yep. Aquaman was in there. Uh, Flash was in there. Dr. Like there was, Fate. Yeah. Like was... There was a version of a lot of people. Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Like th- there were a lot of people in Smallville, but I don't think Batman was ever in Smallville. So I don't think so. I I mean, and just like with Marvel, like we know that the Hulk, Spider Man, and Iron Man are all Marvel characters, but there was a time when they could not be on screen together. True. I I, I don't know if it's a rights thing, just because I don't think Batman has ever been sold or Superman has been sold. Now they may have had like a rule, maybe contract or something with. I forgot what Smallfield Smallfield was on WB. So yeah, I can't see why. Maybe they just didn't they just want to keep it in Kansas. No reason for them to Because I I know that like I didn't see Batman in anything that didn't have his name on it very often. True. Yeah, they did they definitely don't just splash him in any series. Usually he's you're coming to visit him, not yeah. him coming to visit you. Because I know that there was I think a two part arc when he was in superman the animated series and, and right. he, he was about to have lois yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know bruce yeah. Um, yeah exactly but other than that because i mean in teen titans there was no mention of batman nope um in smallville there was no mention of batman in uh in the arrowverse they barely mentioned batman yeah, 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 yeah. took a while took a while yeah. Yeah. And and they when they mentioned anybody seemed like yeah, like the big big seven. Yeah, and when they finally did mention him, it was hilarious because Oliver was like, he's not real, guys. Yeah. But the reason for that is because it was very clear to those of us who know that that version of Oliver Queen was very much based on Batman. Yeah. Like he was almost Batman. Right. Right. And that's why they built the universe around him. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> Yeah, anyway, a lot of sidebars. Uh, this movie was pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Um, definitely a really good starting point for that animated universe, uh, movie universe that they started in 07. So, yeah, I think it was a really good start. Obviously, you guys will break down all the great things coming after that. But, yeah, man, I, anything Superman, I'm down to watch. Um, I just think he's probably the greatest character ever. And he's one of the more un- misunderstood characters ever. And so it's really, anytime you get to see him more, it's, it's really cool. Well, Brandon, there are definitely more Superman movies. And so if you are interested in being on the Superman episodes, uh, we can definitely make that happen. Absolutely. I can be your Superman correspondent. Uh, sound like somebody just got online on the Xbox. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, Brandon, if you had to give this movie a rating, and I want you to do your best to rate this movie on its own. Like, try not to compare it to anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's hard to do, but right. if you, if I said to you, hey, just with what you saw, what would you rate this movie? I'm going, can we do halves? Oh, yeah. Can we do halves here on Spencer and Friends. Uh, I will do... 
six and a half. Okay. It was strong six and a half. It was good. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't wasn't game changing. There was a lot of holes and a lot of information that I kind of needed that mm-hmm. wasn't there. Uh, some of the animation choices I didn't love, but they weren't like drastically bad. I just didn't didn't vibe with them as much. But you know, overall, I thought it was good. Okay, I actually agree. Like six point five is is what I was thinking, because yeah. and, and for a lot of the same reasons. Like it was a solid movie, mm-hmm. um, but I looking at this as somebody like if I were somebody who didn't know anything, then I'd walk out saying there's a lot. I still don't know. Right. Right. Like how did doomsday, like I don't know anything about doomsday, but doomsday's in the title. Right. How's he, how's he this strong? We don't know where he's from, why he's doing what he's doing. Nothing. Yeah. Cause the robot gives like a, a very brief. Yeah. Like this is what the situation is. Mm. But, like that's that's it like we don't really know anything and mm-hmm. i would like to have had like a little like three minutes where we see doomsday like being born and yeah, a little see, montage yeah a little montage like what doomsday went through and then him getting so powerful that the aliens that made him were like oh shit we need to do something mm-hmm. and yeah like i, I want to see how doomsday got here instead of just we're underground we see a ship it opens up doomsday starts killing people then superman kills him Mm -hmm. that's what happened right and i would like to have seen a little bit more and you know and again it wasn't a bad movie no 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 i feel like there were some things missing but this was the first one exactly exactly and so that's why like very middle of the road Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as DC animation goes, but um, pretty solid on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some some highlights, and you know maybe this is unfair, but I am jocking it a little bit because um, the voice acting wasn't bad, but I had an expectation for voice acting. Yeah, when when I, I going into it, I expected the original cast that was mm-hmm. from. You know, animated series, just like you said, due to the art style, um, threw me off a little bit. So that I had to, it took me some minutes into the movie to kind of get used to that, which, you know, Same. not their fault. But I mean, it is, but if you if you have a really legendary show and you use the same art style, uh, you're, you're you're setting yourself up for people to have expectations. Exactly. And so, yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, mm-hmm. but it was not sensational exactly. and trying to look at it on its own. I feel like there were some things that were missing and then looking at it in comparison to the rest of what we have, there were some things missing, but this is a very early movie. And so that is to be expected. Like this is just the beginning of DC mm-hmm. animation. And a lot of them uh, are as, as, pretty good as this one was most of them are better than this one like i'd Mm -hmm. say this movie is probably in the bottom half that's accurate yeah and that should let you know that the rest of the like there's some quality stuff in here yeah i'm excited to listen to the you guys kind of go through them because i mean there's like you said there's some bangers in there that's like and they're a lot not even like centered around you know superman or batman some of them are just random characters that are really good there are a lot of people that have their own movies yeah 
And then we have full league movies as well. Mm-hmm. So we are Those definitely, are yeah, we're going to get into all of it. Um, Brandon, did you have anything else? That's it, man. I appreciate you having me on your first episode. Folks, really tap into this one, man. It's going to be a fun ride. We all, most of us love DC and know and appreciate it, and uh, especially DC animation. So I'm glad that you get to focus on it. And if you don't love DC, then take this journey with us and see if your mind changes. Because I would argue that if you don't know DC or if you actively dislike DC, then these movies will change your mind. Because Mm -hmm. I, I think there's that much quality in these movies. Now... I will admit it may take a minute to get to that level of quality because we are very early. We're just starting mm-hmm. and they find themselves a little bit more as we get later on, because like I said, they build an entire animated universe, even out because we have the, um, the animated shows universe, which is, you know, nineties into the early two thousands. Right. And then they build a new 52 universe. Um, and that one is great. But again, there are also some excellent standalone movies that have nothing to do with that universe. And all of it is just wonderful because that's one thing that DC does do well is whenever they make standalone items, they're usually very good. Yeah. Very because, focused, very good. Because DC has the option of not living in the continuity that we're all familiar with in the like huge large universe that everybody knows about like dc also builds stuff on the outside of that that stands by itself and does well on its own yeah i think that's conducive to like like we talked about before um there's their rosters are so deep that it's like you can make a constantine movie and people be like bet all right cool you know what i mean and so you know, if you, if you made a Doctor Strange Marvel movie, I love Doctor Strange, but I don't know how many people are like, just like, I gotta go see that, you know? So, and mm-hmm. it's, and so, yeah, their roster's so deep that it's just, there's so many ways they can go and that they have gone. For the most part, they, they haven't missed. Yeah. So this will be a fun journey. Um, I thank you for joining us on it. In the next episode, we will be discussing the second movie, which is Justice League new front the new frontier Mm. so until then salutations